Borag Thong Earthlets! My name is Conrad and welcome to another in our series of Space Spinner 2000 collected episodes. Our goal with these is to collect our coverage of top 2080 thrills and storylines in one place so you can easily listen to them in one go. They're an accompaniment to reading the 2080 collections that Rebellion and others publish, or just hear us talk about the good stuff without being interrupted by the other stuff. WAR DECLARED ON HUMANITY! Let's all head back to July 1978 with Ant Wars! Death Planet has just ended, and it's time for some crazy animal stories to take us through to the Star-Lord merger. The script robot here was Jerry Finley Day, and the art robots were a bevy of Spanish and Mediterranean artists, including Jose Luis Ferrer, Alfonso Aspiri, Luis B Bermejo, Lozano and Pena, and the lettering droids were Steve Potter, John Aldridge, Peter Knight, and Bill Nuttall. You can find both print and digital versions of Ant Wars, which includes the story Zen Kudo from the Judge Dredd magazine in 2005, at the Rebellion web store or your preferred bookseller. Anyhow, I don't want to alarm you, podcast listener, but there's an army of giant ants on their way here. They'll eat us all! You don't believe me? Well, I guess that's fair, I suppose. Oh no, you've been eaten by a giant ant! I mean, that's the central story of Ant Wars, and it's a lot of fun. Clearly drawn from both uh, creature features, like the classic movie Them, or in 1978, the contemporary movie Empire of the Ants, as well as horror novels by UK writers like uh, James Herbert, Guy Ann Smith, or Sean Hudson, there's always a market for deadly animals, and that's what we've got here. An endless supply of dump truck-sized ants boiling out of the South American rainforest with only the destruction of the human race on their minds. <laughs> To this insectile attack come our heroes, the racist, mostly useless Captain Villa, and the omni-capable super-warrior Anteater. These two travel all over Brazil and, and the rest of South America, meeting people, warning them about giant ants, not being believed, and then escaping as those people are being eaten by giant ants. It's a fun story of death and destruction, with the typical 2000 elements of not trusting authority, rooting for the destruction of humanity by monsters, and having kind of a downer ending. But anyhow, let's get to it, and watch out for ants! Episode 21, Progs 71 to 75. July 1978. Thrill One, Ant Wars. Oh, God, it's just... Okay. Really racist. <laughs> well, let's get to the end, and then I have a bunch of things to say about Ant Wars. Um, Please. So we start... So Ant Wars starts off with a bunch of army helicopters flying into, like, a native village somewhere in the Brazilian rainforest. They gas all the people, like, with sleep gas and pack them up into the helicopters to teach them they, uh, civilization? They spend so much money to just gather up random aborigines against their will. Well, like, it's not even against their will. They don't even, like, say hello to them. They toss sleeping gas on them from the helicopters, you know? And the uh, the natives, like, over here. Yeah, like, the, these are apparently, like, tribesmen who have never seen any kind of technology, so they think the helicopter's, like, monsters or something. They start throwing spears, and so they just, like, gas oh, everybody. Yeah. Right out so, the gate, by the way, everyone has nothing but terrible things to say about them from the oh, other. They're just, like, they yeah. eat ants, and they're gross, and they're terrible people. Yeah, so the village is, in fact, full of ants, and the army guys are like, ah, oh, we gotta get rid of these ants, because whatever, we kill everything. So... <laughs> 
they decide to hit the anthills with GGS, an experimental insecticide. Basically, yeah, again, because they're jerks. They're just like, all right, like here's some living things. We gotta, we, we should just kill them. That's our job. We're the military. Yep. So several months later, uh, the villagers are in like a concentration camp. <laughs> it is exactly a concentration camp. Like, like slash re-education camp, but like... It's surrounded, where they are, are surrounded by fences with barbed wire, and the barbed wire is facing in. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, nothing here is great, because you can get beaten near to an inch of your life. Yeah, so, yeah, this one guy starts eating ants, which civilized people don't do, so these soldiers kick the crap out of him, and the military overseer is just like, oh, that's fine, I just gotta let the men let off some steam somehow. Because they're action men. Anyhow, uh, that anteater, that's his name now, apparently, uh, he escapes, and the top brass send out a fire team because one guy not being civilized and being re-educated up to Western standards is unacceptable. Oh, it's really great. Like, so, it was such a hand wave. So, it's a fire, so there's a, uh, uh, an army squad in a helicopter, they go to the site of his old village, and they suddenly find giant mountain-sized anthills. Uh, the helicopter, the, uh, the chopper crashes into one, and the squad is swiftly eaten alive by a giant ant. Which is awesome, and there's a lot of crunching. Yeah, only their leader, Captain Via, is, and uh, the ant eater escape. The ant eater cuts off the giant ant head with, with a machete. And it's just the two of them among the ants. It's so <laughs> awesome already. Like, just out the gate, a kid swings on a vine and cuts off a giant ant's head with a machete. Yeah, so I want to make it shit. clear that that these giant ants are like, uh, they're like bulldozer-sized ants. They are, oh, yeah. like, like, a giant ant could realistically be like the size of like a golden retriever, and it would be a giant ant, but it would still mm -hmm. be sort of moderate size in terms of general things. But <laughs> these ant eaters are, or sorry, these ants are, are huge like yeah each one's the size of like a bulldozer like a city bus or something like that it's terrifying one of their heads is like half the size of this native child yeah they can easily just eat you alive with their giant mandibles if it's a soldier ant anyhow <laughs> so uh via and anteater make their way through the wilderness they stop to eat emergency rations ant eats the wrapper they come in and via just tosses his which is the the first big step in via um Making, uh, you know, calling Anteater a uh, a mindless savage as Anteater saves their lives. Uh, yeah, it's the first step towards they, him just being the worst guy. They uh, flag down like a uh, a petrol truck, a gas truck, and as will become a cliche for the series, they try unsuccessfully to convince the driver that the ants are about to attack. They aren't believed, and then everybody gets attacked by ants. <laughs> He sings um, the song of ants. Yeah. Don't you see? He's the ant bringer. <laughs> so ant manages to kill all these ants by blowing up the fuel truck, and it turns out that the ants were tracking them by the smell from Via's ration pack. So like, Oh, snap. Don't litter. For the first but not the last time, the thing that Via insulted Ant for for being real dumb is, in fact, <laughs> um, like the only thing keeping them alive. <laughs> It happens at least three to four times per comic. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anteater sort of dines on gas-roasted giant ant. Hey, man. Food's food. It's yeah, delicious. So, so afterward, Via pulls a gun on Anteater to make him stop eating a roasted ant and find a trail for them to go on. Ant blazes a trail through the jungle. Uh, Via is skeptical, like, this guy's going to lead us to our deaths. And then immediately <laughs> they arrive in the front gate of a big old plantation. <laughs> 
So <laughs> Via takes credit for their successful navigation of, of the jungle. By following they, the native tracks. Yeah. They arrive at the plantation and are immediately taken prisoner. They try unsuccessfully to convince the plantation owner <laughs> that giant ants are about to attack. They aren't believed, and then they are attacked by giant ants. <laughs> it's... Really quite amazing. <laughs> the ants are apparently smart. They take out all the power generators, preventing contact with the outside world. Yeah, and they sacrifice one of their own kind. It's awesome. And yeah. then very very quickly, it seems like it's just like De Silva, the plantation owner, and Via, an anteater, against all the army of ants. Mm. So then <laughs> they're all trapped on the plantation. The ants are attacking, and they're under siege. Apparently, there actually were a bunch of people that survived, but it wasn't clear at the end of the previous Prague. <laughs> so now all the native workers and you know general sort of workers on the farm build a barricade as De Silva complains. Yeah. And like, so what's the plan now? Uh, Via grabs a, a couple bales of dried tobacco leaves and throws, sets them on fire and throws them at the ants, which holds them off. But then it starts raining and all the fires go out instantly. <laughs> So, oh, man. The time of the ants is nigh. Yeah, exactly. After yelling at Anteater for checking out a sewer line, uh, De Silva gets eaten by the ants, and Vil uh. Via gets knocked out, and he wakes up in the sewer, because Ant Anteater has dragged him there after knocking him out. Once again, saving his life after all of his bad ideas. Yeah, Via, uh, they're safe, and Via's, but Via complains, like, ew, it's smelly in this only place that's keeping us alive. <laughs> They make a break and jump into the Amazon and float away because ants can't swim. Oh. So finally, uh, oh, this is a five. So this is a five Prague month. So there's a lot going on in, in July yeah. twenty seven, uh, 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 nineteen seventy eight. So finally, yeah. the boys are fl are floating down the river <laughs> and uh, they get picked up by a boat. It's like a, a party boat owned by Big Bluffer, who's a gambling dude. They unsuccessfully try to convince Big Bluffer that giant ants are about to attack. They aren't believed, and then they are attacked by giant ants. <laughs> um, in between there, though, Big Bluffer uh, proves himself to be a totally evil guy by basically saying, Hey, uh, welcome aboard my ship. Why don't you guys play Russian roulette? <laughs> There are, so there's thousands of giant ants floating on gigantic leaves from the jungle, I guess. Like, these these leaves are easily the size of a city block, each one. They're huge. Okay, not a city block, but, like, the size of, like, like a big, a big parking space or something like that. Um, the boys... Yeah, so uh, th then the boys get tossed overboard, and as the ants attacks the ship, Big Bluffer shoots himself with the Russian roulette gun rather than be eaten alive by ants. That's smart. Uh, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. I mean, fair. Via and Ant hide under one of the giant leaves. They drink the booze that Ant Eater stole from Big Bluffer. <laughs> further down the city, it, further down the river is a city, and Carnival has just started. Take a breath, man. That was a lot. <laughs> So, man, oh. like, at first, especially the first issue or the first, like, installment of Anteaters, I was like, good lord, this is super racist. Yeah, really bad. Um, just the, like, we're these um, army guys and we're going to kidnap these natives <laughs> and teach them the Western world and stuff. And then like the, the way... 
just the way Via interacts with Ant and stuff is just like, good lord, this is racist. But na- but yeah. as it goes on, I feel like it's so cartoonishly over the top racist mm-hmm. that it goes back around to instead being like a commentary on like imperialism. I guess. So I actually I agree with that. I actually think that there's a message here because um, again the the like. Native kid is, it's a kid, he's younger, he's like maybe yeah. 16 or something like something that. Something like right? that, yeah. And he's the one doing all of the cool stuff, he's the one who's like trying to help, he helps this guy, he's trying to feed them, he's trying to be like smart about situations, clearly never judging this guy despite this dude ordering him to be beaten to a pulp. And throughout the entire thing it's just pockmarked with every other character, almost like just a blanket of racism. Oh yeah, and, and and I really think it's it's a commentary for kids to be like, wow, all of these guys are really huge jerks, and even if they kind of did have an attachment, the kid's always the winner. You know? Yeah, and like all the places they go to are basically uh, imperialist sites. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's a it's a truck full of gas. It's a plantation that one man owns, yeah. where he like mistreats his workers and stuff like that. It's a it's a riverboat of shady gamblers, like mm-hmm. just making money off people and stuff like that it's like it's a really well-crafted story like all the places they go to are like super like this this is of the west and these guys are jerks Mm -hmm. and then like you and and then oh sorry and then anteater and 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 via have this total um dennis dunn kurt russell in a (laughs) big trouble in little china style um relationship where there's this sort of like jerk like white dude (laughs) that takes takes um credit for all this stuff that the um that the non-white dude is doing and accomplishing and winning the day for him and stuff like that yeah exactly and like none of this would happen if it hadn't been for a bunch of like army guys that were just sort of (laughs) decided to use experimental insecticide on an anthill basically for shits and giggles well, if there's anything I've learned about comic books, it's that everything bad always or awesome starts with a canister of questionable material. I mean, fair, you know. So, but. Uh, yeah, it, it's an insane, um, it's an insane book. I really wasn't expecting this uh, out of Ant Wars. It uh, it kind of caught me on fire a bit. I basically kind of, I, I, I said to my Facebook friends, like, I'm reading this comic book. I think it's about an anti-imperialist message, but it's hard to sort of get into, it's, it's hard to sort of be sure about that because it's also about giant ants. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's a lot going on. <laughs> so really, I, it's, it's hard to really say. I hope people are, are at least reading along because, uh, oh boy. Um, some of the th- just a lot of the things that happen in this, it's just this series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to also say that uh, Ant Wars, the script robot, is a uh, Gary Finley Day who's done a lot of work on both Dan Dare and Invasion previously. Mm-hmm. And then the art robots are uh, Jose Luis Ferrer and Lozano. And by the way, both of the art styles really striking. Like they're really yeah. great. I mean, it's definitely one of these sort of flesh shacko kind of situations where they've hired guys that are really into drawing giant ants, which is a which is a talent that can't be underestimated. Honestly, like it's very important that people be into drawing these ants if we're going to have these ants. You know what I mean? I'd rather have artists be 
you know, passionate about their work. It's, it seems like it is. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, but so we're gonna we got about ten more episodes of uh, of Ant Wars. It's just oh, sort of this awesome. little little thing is gonna take us through to October. Um, oh, that's and great! It gets, it gets pretty fun. There's a lot going on with these Ant Wars. <laughs> right, I'm excited. Yeah. Episode twenty two, Prog seventy six to seventy nine, August nineteen seventy eight. Thrill five Ant Wars. We start off with hot ladies doing dances. Yeah. Script robot, Gary Finley Day. Art robot as Peary. I think he's the one for... Hold on a second. He's got a cool name. Right. It's Peary. As, oh, as Peary and uh, Ferrer this month. So, yeah. It's carnival. Oh, man. There's big uh, big parades and stuff. Uh, Anteater and Via, who is now a lieutenant instead of a captain, I guess push through the crowds and head to the civic hall where the major who's in charge of everything is they get his attention by blowing up his car with a grenade and they warn the the major about the giant ants that are about to attack and he actually believes them for once well it was kind of refreshing and he's yeah. also got really great mutton chops oh yeah but his belief is not enough to stop the ants from stealing a carnival billboard and having a plan as the carnival float parade begins, Anteater senses ants in the city. <laughs> He's got ant powers. Yep. And it turns out that, yep, the ants have entered the city underneath a bunch of parade floats. Oh, they're eating everybody. I, like, no one noticed the giant fucking ant legs. There's clearly under all these, like, they aren't, like, they're, I guess they were supposed to be pushed by humans or something like that. But no one noticed that these floats um, have ant legs coming out of the bottom, like, real clearly. And then none of the army saw them, and so they gotta go back into the city. Yeah, so the ants overrun everything, the city's overrun, they're turning skyscrapers into uh, ant mounds. The army <laughs> is immediately defeated, it's real bad. Um, it's not looking great, but back into the sewers we go. Yeah, so Anteater, Via, and the Major escape in the sewer, but smaller worker ants are now coming out to get them. Death on six legs is coming for you, boy! That's oh, how. snap. That's how Prague 67, or, or Prague uh, 77 ends, which is very funny to me. <laughs> so uh, the, the, uh, the, th- the trio make their way through the sewers just ahead of the ants. The city's overrun. They're turning skyscrapers into anthills. Our guys make it to the airport, but it's also full of ants. Um, They think they see a small plane coming in for a landing, and the Major betrays uh, Anteater and Via to try to catch it so he can try to get a ride in the plane to freedom. But it turns out that, in fact, it's a flying queen ant that lands (laughs) and eats him as it sort of comes in for a landing. And it shows it, and it's awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's some Shaco-level human-eating in this Mm -hmm. um, section of Ant Wars. But But, uh, with the queen here, our guys see an opportunity. They can kill the queen and end the Ant War in one fell swoop. Mm -hmm. So... And that's what they do. Uh, Ant and Via try to take out the queen with some poison blow darts, but it doesn't work. Um, Surprise. Yeah. All seems lost until the Brazilian Navy, the second largest navy in the Americas, thank you very much, uh, (laughs) shows up and basically just shells all of the city of Rio de Janeiro completely to the ground. Oh, yeah. No, there's... I mean, would, would you not? I mean... No, I'm just, I'm just commending them. I'm just saying what happens. Um, I got you. 
I was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Giant yeah, answer. Like, don't fuck around with that. There's dump truck sized ants overrunning a city. Like, you gotta just cut your losses. Um, yep. So V and Ant get pulled out of the rubble and seem to be the only survivors of this whole situation. And for a minute, it seems like the Ant menace has been defeated. Or has it? We cut to, deep in the jungle, a bunch of nurse ants that have hidden away a bunch of ant eggs. Soon, the eggs will, ha- will hatch into a bunch of deadly killers. Begun, the ant wars have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Man, ant wars is heating up. It's real good. I'm real excited for this next up. <laughs> um, it is still... Like, this man, Via, has learned nothing. Oh, yeah. No, he's still, like, yelling at Annie. You're like, why have you got to hide in the sewers, man? What's up? Like, you're, we're trying to survive, buddy. The city's overrun by giant ants. We got to go where giant taking, ants can't get in. <laughs> exactly. He's taking no accounting of what, like, has so far been successful against these things. And any time the native guy does anything to just rescue them he's like oh fucking don't let it go to your head yeah or like what are you doing stop doing that you're stupid oh that saved us all right well you're still dumb (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty much it it's like he's the worst guy in the world and he keeps getting saved by the nicest native in the world it's true it's an interesting lesson as we talked about last week (laughs) yeah jeez episode 24 progs 82 85 September and October 1978. But you said that uh, Sam Slade was like uh, pest control? And yeah. Speaking of pest control, oh. thrill to Ant Wars. They didn't even notice. I did. I'm always, <laughs> always on the hunt. Um, <laughs> so, thrill to so the script robot for Ant Wars is Gary Finley Day, the art robots at Prizzy. Or as Peary, I should say. And then the lettering robot is John Aldrich. So when we last left Ant Wars, uh, the battle for Rio had concluded and the ants had seemingly all been destroyed with our heroes, Ant Eater, the uh, native uh, dude, and uh, Captain Via sort of convalescing in um, hospital beds. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately... (laughs) The ant war has moved to Argentina. Oh, no. Yeah. We see a, a pair of Scotsmen wandering the Argentinian wilds. Still Instead dis- of Argentinians for reasons. Well, I think it's just like a way to introduce them to um, European or, or to British audiences or something. Mm-hmm. Um they're Scotsmen. They're still bummed about their team's loss in the 1978 World Cup, which was held in Argentina, and Scotland oh. and Scotland was eliminated in the group stage. Oh, I yeah. did not know that. Oh, well, you know that's why I'm here, buddy. So as they knowledge is power, as they sing and kind of relitigate the uh, the game, the tournament, and stuff. Uh, baby, there's a giant ant attack. <laughs> <laughs> they were hiding in brush that was not all that big, so I'm pretty. Pretty surprised at these I ants. Put, I don't put anything past these giant ants. Oh. Yeah, it's true. They're <laughs> conniving, and they rip these guys apart. It's awesome. Yeah, in their hot, um, in their hospital beds in Rio, Ant Eater and Captain Via recuperate from the giant ant attack, and on TV also. Okay. Also, Captain Via was cured of his racism. Good. To, yeah, no, he's actually pretty like down with Ant. 
at, at this point. I guess yeah. they managed to survive all this ant stuff. He's like, all right, like maybe you have some points. <laughs> <laughs> he is completely cured of racism. It's pretty yes. impressive. <laughs> so <laughs> they learn about the lost tourists on TV, and they show the remains. All that is is one of the, is a uh, a tam o' shanter, which is one of those Scottish hats with the puffballs on top. I never knew the name of it until that point. Yeah, no, it's we're, we're learning all kinds of stuff. And an ant antenna. <laughs> oh, man, ant, ant. Yeah, anteater and V immediately identify the antenna, and they know that the ant menace has not ended. Hey, uh, hey, Conrad. Yo. So if, uh, let's say that uh, you were um, an ex-captain and I was a native boy... <laughs> Yep, the um, the special psychic gift for sensing giant ants. Okay, and we both knew that we had to get out of a hospital. Right. Like, how how would we do that? Okay, easy. So there's guards outside our, our hospital room, so we have to get past those guys, all right? Yeah, so, like, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, so I need, I'm going to need you to dress oh. up like a nurse and uh, okay. dis- distract them, first with your feminine wiles, and then with gay panic. Then I'll come through with a crutch and I'll beat the crap out of them. Then uh, we take off their clothes and we put on their clothes and leave them them behind. Then we walk out the front door of the hospital. We uh, get in a cab, get on a plane, and land in Buenos Aires. Uh, only one request that I have because I'm completely on board with this plan. Mm-hmm. Is it all right if I karate chop one of the guards in the neck? Uh, yeah, I'll let you have it. It's cool. <laughs> all right, awesome. I've always wanted to do that. Good. Anyhow, once we, <laughs> theoretically, once in this scenario, once we arrived on the, uh, on the pampas of, Ar- of, of, Argenti- of Argentina, right. the highlands where the gauchos wander, uh, follow their herds and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I've heard about that. It's, yeah. like, really scenic and beautiful. Yeah, well, we'll find the remains of the giant ant fight, and oh, they get okay. hit, and they get hit by some sweet ass bolas around our legs, because <laughs> where the hell did those come from? Well, they're thrown by the gauchos because they blame us for the recent slaughter of their herds, but we know that it's because of the giant ants. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I'm so, kind of surprised that they don't see them. How how has no one really realized all of this? Uh, just because giant ants are incredibly stealthy is the actual answer. But um, <laughs> just to bring it back to the comics, this is basically what happens. We end the first yeah. prog with um, <clears throat> Anteater and, and Via having escaped from their hospitals and then getting captured by a bunch of gauchos by getting <laughs> bolad in the legs because they're being blamed because the death of their herds by obvious giant ant attack are being blamed on them. It's really amazing. In the next prog, everybody's immediately attacked by giant ants. <laughs> Um, Via and Ant make their escape in, in their car, and we quickly learn that uh, this is apparently Ant behavior, because Via reads a, a guidebook about to ants. It's, he's like, oh, they, they milk aphids, and so cows for reason. Yeah, when you're a bulldozer-sized ant, I think a cow's pretty similar to an aphid, why not? Um, they drive their stolen car into a gas station. Via tries to call for help, but as he's being connected to the various switchboards, he sees a <laughs> giant cloud of dust, which is the ants and their cattle herds appearing on the horizon. Ant and Via run and hide again, and they manage to <laughs> escape, but this time they fall into the hands of a bunch of no-good revolutionaries. Man, this guy sure looks like Che Guevara. 
it's true. So, though skeptical, the revolutionaries actually agree to fight the ants. It's the only time someone's instantly believed uh, via an ant. <laughs> That there are giant ants and they're coming to kill us. Well, um, and, now, and now, way... now 12 out of 16 progs into this story. <laughs> so, but the way he convinces him is like, he's like, ah, oh, man, why would I help you guys with this stupid ant shit? I'm fighting a revolution. He's like, oh, because then you would defeat the ants and everyone would think you're so totally cool. And he's like, oh, shit. Damn, that's such a great... Yeah! Well, I am incredibly vain, of course. (laughs) So ridiculous. So, uh... You know, they have some early success fighting the ants, and it's good times. They blow them up with mines. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Guevara, who's the leader of the rebels, I'll have you know, um, sends, sends Via out to get a bunch of reporters to cover his victory on the ants. But as... As Via leaves, another ant column shows up with more... Um, so Guevara had been holding like a, a queen ant cocoon hostage to try to make the ants do what he says. But then the, this new column shows up with a whole bunch of other ant cocoons, which hatch. And suddenly there's a fleet of uh, flying ant queens that start flying into the foothills of the Andes as Via returns with the reporters. Oh, and, shit. You only thought there was one. Ah! And finds... Um, <clears throat> Guevara's dead body inside one of the cocoons. Luckily, Ant managed to hide from the uh, ant attack, so he's okay. Yep. So Looking, with his with his open shirt and it's like tucked into his ridiculous, like everything about him is made super effeminate. Ant eaters, uh, super swinging late seventies guys. Frankly, oh. yeah, fair enough. But so, uh, Ant, Ant eater, and Via get picked up by the uh, Argentinian military, and then they're involved in a huge, deadly chase to get to the, some big military meeting. And it's super awesome, man! There's flying ants zooming in and picking up jeeps and getting caught in explosions as jeeps fly into other jeeps and stuff. <laughs> it's invasion level yeah. awesome. <laughs> so Via and Ant eater end up addressing this meeting of military guys from around South America. <laughs> As a giant ant looks through the windows, oh my god, I love Ant Wars. It's really, really, really good. (laughs) So, meeting of South American military dudes. One is skeptical about the giant ants, and it's instantly eaten alive by a giant (laughs) ant that just breaks through the window of the bunker thing they're in and just chews this guy alive, and then they kill it, that that one giant ant. Yep, they cut off its head and legs and stuff. It's really great. Now that uh, people saying, oh, I don't believe these giant ants have kind of had their questions answered, sort of <laughs> ED-209 in RoboCop style. Oh, oh it's really great. <laughs> uh, the Americans who happen to be there agree that, hey, let's just uh, drop some nukes on the Andes. That'll take out the ants, whatever. <laughs> they do so right away. And <laughs> seems to work pretty well. Ant and Via are, are uh, put on some radiation suits and help investigate to make sure the ants are finally dead. As they do, they fall down through some tunnels and find underground a bunch of alive ants. Oh, man. When Viad falls in the tunnel, he breaks his ankle, and it's time for the final ant showdown. Things get real messed up. Yeah. Down in the ant den, things look bad until we learn that the humans have an unlikely ally in the war against the giant ants. That ally? Regular-sized ants. Oh, yeah, man. They're (laughs) encroaching on their territory or whatever. Yeah, the small ants attack the giant ants and start killing them, basically, which is pretty awesome. Um, True. And 
Anteater and Via take the fight to the ants, but it's basically a suicide mission. They eventually both die from ant attacks, but so do the giant ants. They're consumed by the small ants, and the ant menace has been destroyed forever. But <laughs> they die unknown, as the military brass just assumed the nukes worked. And, uh, you know, hey, honestly, when you think about it, those ants weren't really that big, right? Yeah, come on, man. Like, bulldozer-sized... <laughs> That's ridiculous. They were maybe like uh, like Labrador-sized at best. Wow. Anyhow, you know that uh, CGS gas that caused this problem in the first place? Yeah, you know, testing's about to start up again. Just some live tests on some anthills and stuff. They should work out pretty well. Exactly. Oh. And so ends Ant Wars. It's dark as hell. <laughs> My, This is the uplifting thing at the end. He tosses the can behind him, and as they're driving away... On the far left, there's a can, and there's ants crawling on top of it. They're nourishing their protectors in this case, right? <laughs> it's a very odd thing, Ant Wars. Um, part two was so much less racist and so much more invasion and awesome. And, yeah. And, and, like, the way it ended was excellent. It's really weird how they just decided to... Like, the first half, they are trying to do social commentary. In the second half, they just really embraced the monster story of yeah. these bunch of giant ants. we got to f- survive these giant ants, you know? I guess it's there's still some political... Yeah. Oh, sorry, please. Oh, I, I said, I just guess there is some political stuff with Guevara and things like that, but it's way less pointed, I guess. Yeah, or, it, it feels more like a, um, like a cameo than a... Like, oh, revolutionaries are bad. I mean, like, obviously they were dumb enough to, you know, run in and start shooting up some ants. But, you know, (laughs) someone had to do it. Like, we needed somebody to shoot some guns. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) Blow Mm -hmm. some ants up. They were the excuse. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, it it was kind of... Look, um, I guess what I'm saying is I... It sounds like we both really love this series... It was kind of a gamble when we first started, but it paid off. Alright, them ant wars! Ant wars! Anyhow, uh, <laughs> ant wars would sort of continue with uh, Zancundo and the Judge Red Magazine in 2005, and of course, the ant wars are always being fought in our hearts. Uh, my top ant war moments! <laughs> I love the interactions between Ant and Villa in the course of Ant Wars. To me, it feels very, like, subversive and ahead of its time, I guess, that the that Ant Eater is so capable and kills these ants while Villa's constantly doubting him, trying to sell him off, and just being, like, a real asshole to him at all times. It reminds me a lot of the movie Big Trouble in Little China, where the guy who you'd normally think is the star is actually just sort of carried along the whole way by the person who you'd think would normally be the sidekick. Um, second, I love the formula of the series, which I've said a couple times. You warn about the ants, you don't get believed, you get eaten by ants. It's a great setup that remains evergreen for the whole story and just so much fun. Finally, the art is great too, especially all the ant draw, all the ant drawings and drawings of other insects. These ants are real big and they just like, it's awesome when they climb up a building or like are flying and they pick up a jeep as they fly or just float down the river on giant leaves, on leaves that must have also been mutated because they're probably each one's the size of a city block. It's real great. Um, I should also shout out the covers here. 
The covers have awesome giant ant action, especially I should mention uh, Prog 78, which looks like a newspaper headline. Again, the uh, titular uh, war declared on humanity, which was apparently so realistic that it hurt 2000 AD sales because kids thought it was an actual newspaper. So Ant Wars is a clear successor to 2080's other giant monster thrills, your shackos, your fleshes, etc. Um, it's not like my favorite thrill, I suppose, but it just definitely has its own schlocky charms. And these kinds of stories feel like real examples of what 2080's readership was at that time. Not that they were giant ants, but that <laughs> this is the kind of story you tell to keep the interest of like a six to twelve year old boy, you know, a giant ant's rampaging through and stuff like that. Um, you know, and that's who's buying 2080 at this point. It's just come out like a year ago. So we've got a fairly young viewership that might enjoy a story about a giant ant much more than it might like an emotional tale of a girl and her alien, for instance. Um, just to sort of find some other things out there. Um, I should also say that I enjoy the dark, almost like Doctor Strange-esque end to this story. It feels like all the most memorable 2080 stories end on down notes. Well, forgettable thrills are the ones with the happy endings. I should also say I'd be remiss to mention this collection without directing you to Mega City Book Club episode 70, where Space Spinner 2000 host Fox discusses Ant Wars with the host Eamon Clark. I think they have a great discussion and have some real insights on this story. And that's it for our episode. I hope you enjoyed it and our coverage of Ant Wars. You can find Space Spinner 2000 on iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, or our podcast site, Space Spinner 2000. Feel free to contact us at spacespinner2000 at gmail.com, on the 2080 forums, or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. On Twitter, we're at Space Spinner 2K. For everything else, look up Space Spinner 2000. We should be there. And for everyone out there, thanks for listening to this Space Spinner 2000 collection. We'll be back soon with awesome 2000 AD action. In this case, devilish action of Malcolm Shaw and Jesus Redondo's return to Armageddon. It should be pretty amazing, even if it flares out at the end. <laughs> Until then, I'm Conrad, and this has been the Space Spinner Collection for Ant Wars! Splendid for Thrig! <laughs>